Hey Vintage Family, hope you're doing well. We decided this week we're going to try something new and give a, a different look at, at what maybe gathering together could look like in this season. So we're going to spend two or three sessions a week just going through smaller chunks of scripture. My hope is that that would uh, be an encouragement and a help to the daily discipline of spending time with Jesus. Really this season for me personally is highlighting one massive thing and that is my own discipleship to him and what it looks like to build that daily encounter and really draw from that because we're isolated and we're kind of pulled away from a lot of the busyness and the friendship circles that we had and so we want to try that so if you if you're in a spot where you can grab your bible we're going to dive in to colossians chapter 3 and into chapter 4. paul starts in chapter 3 and says this since you've been raised to new life with christ and Really what he's saying, is everything that comes on the other side of that is going to be about that reality. Since you have been raised to new life in Christ and now you're in this relationship with Jesus, the first thing he tells them to do is set your sights on the realities of heaven. And we've talked about this before. That's really this discipline that each of us must have every day. We get up, we wake up, get your cup of coffee, do whatever you do. And then the first moment has to be to set our sights on Jesus and run everything about our life through that lens of, okay, my eyes are fixed on him. I know who he is. I know what he's calling me to. So Paul will move on, and, and we, we left off in our last session looking at 16 and 17, and we were really talking about what it means and what it looks like to develop a personal, healthy kingdom culture around yourself. What does it look like to be a person that develops the culture of Christ, putting on that nature of Christ, developing a Christ-like environment around us. And I challenged this last session to consider that. Maybe some of us don't even think about the fact that the way we live, the way we talk, the, the, the behavior patterns, our attitudes, the way we drive, the way we work, all those things actually create a culture that we are known for. And Paul's admonition here to the Colossians is to begin to create and develop a healthy culture that's rooted and grounded in Jesus. And so we looked at the, the first one, which is, to develop that culture with an intentional movement towards the scriptures, to study the text and to learn the scriptures and to listen to his voice just in times of quietly sitting with him. We looked at Paul saying that another aspect of that culture needs to be that we learn to develop a communication style with each other that's built from the scriptures. It's an encouragement out of the scriptures that we're coaching and teaching and counseling each other. And we're really, the idea in this is to build each other up not to tear each other down. And then the third thing we looked at last time was developing this healthy culture means we really learn to be worshipers daily. And I, I challenged us with just the things that Paul was challenging us with, which is learning how to sing the scriptures, learning how to utilize the historic songs of the church that have been successful for the church and, and, a, and a benefit to the church. Free worship, just sing your own song to the Lord. But then most importantly, what Paul will over and over and over again state here is to be thankful, to sing with thankfulness. So there's this idea of this bubbling out of the inside of me. Sometimes I think the question is, well, what if I don't feel bubbly? Paul never says, wake up and when you feel it, tell the Lord you love him. He's really challenging this discipline of worship because worship gets my eyes off of my reality and my circumstance. It puts them on the Lord. One of my favorite quotes of worship is a Bill Johnson quote where he says, worship first and foremost is about his worth. It's really not about our situation. 
So Paul will move on, and, and the, the fourth thing that, he, that I want to give to us today is, he says, whatever you do or say, let it be as a representative of the Lord Jesus, all the while giving thanks through him to God the Father. There's that idea of thankfulness that comes up again. But this first statement, whatever you do or say, let it be as a representative of the Lord Jesus. It's really the root idea of putting on his nature. Because developing a healthy personal culture means we're just going to choose to act like Jesus. I know how I act. I know, I know when it's Greg Sanders acting and I know when I'm putting on the nature of Christ. And Paul's statement here is, put an all stop to letting you come out. And in fact, if we want to jump over to Galatians, Paul will say, I am crucified with Christ. The word he uses for I there is the word ego, the word we get ego from. My ego was crucified with Christ and yet I'm alive. And the word he uses there for alive is about being grafted into a family, born into a family. And it's this same idea. Paul's saying, look, push stop on you coming out and grab on to the life of Jesus, the, the nature of Jesus, the character of Jesus, and start to act like Jesus. If we consider the word representative, I think that's important for us. That word doesn't actually exist here in the Greek. We're in the, the New Living, which is what I like to teach out of, where it says, let it be as a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. The idea is there, but Paul's term is actually stronger than that in the original language. His term is, do all things in the authority of the supreme authority, Jesus. The idea is that we only choose his actions, his attitudes, his speech, his behaviors. Anything that is consistent in, with his character, with his authority, those are the things we do. But anything that's not, we lay it aside. I love that admonition to us as the church, whatever you do or say. Because whatever you do or say is a, I want you to think about that for a second. That deals with the way I handle myself in the grocery store. Deals with the way I handle myself in the job, on the mar in the marketplace. I know a lot of us right now are on Zoom calls and, and we're not going to the marketplace. But it, this is a very holistic idea. Paul doesn't leave a single aspect of our lives out. Maybe one of the ones that I think we're feeling the most right now is in our homes, in our interpersonal relationships. Could I just challenge that issue? What would it look like if we were to step into this and grab onto and say, look, the scripture says everything I do and everything I say has to be a representative of Jesus. It has to be in the authority of Jesus. It has to be consistent with Jesus. Think about that and the ways we react to each other. Think about that in the ways we carry attitudes towards each other. What Paul's really saying is hide your life in him. In our culture, there's so much conversation about honoring who we are and protecting who we are. And Paul really says, as a follower, I just want you to put on him. I want you to act like him. I want you to talk like him. Next time you come into a tough situation, let's say somebody's rubbing you wrong and you want to kind of bite, I want to challenge you. Ask yourself this question. If I do this, is it consistent with what Jesus has told me to do? Do I have his permission to act this way? That's really what it means to be a disciple, is to ask that question. Do I have his permission to act this way? He's my king, he's my governor, he's my authority. 
do I have his permission to do what I want to do right now, to say what I want to say right now? If we just live that way, most of the times what we're going to understand, what we're going to find is this incredible grace because the Holy Spirit will whisper and say, no, don't do it. I know one of the things the Holy Spirit says to me often is shut up, stop talking, take a deep breath. And I want to encourage you to do that. Just with this, whatever you do or say, sometimes that means you take a deep breath and you just give the Lord space to whisper into your movements. And then you ask yourself, am I reflecting him well? Am Am I revealing him well? And Paul says learning to do that is one of the most important parts about developing a healthy personal kingdom culture is that we just choose to act like Jesus. We hide ourselves in him. We put him on like a jacket. All right, that's all I have for us today. Love you guys. Look forward to our next session.